Welcome to the Mind Body Breakthroughs Podcast, where we bring you amazing guests on the cutting edge of science, health, and business each week to share strategies you can use to get the breakthrough that you are looking for in your life. I am your host, Chris Donahue, and with me is my co-host, Dr. Nevada Gray. We're so glad that you're joining us today, and we'd like to invite you to join our free private Facebook community, Mind Body Breakthroughs. The Mind Body Breakthrough online coaching program is a comprehensive and customizable guide for total body transformation. Its 150 pages will equip you with everything you need for a ketogenic lifestyle from low carb to zero carb carnivore. The program contains a two week carb cleanse, 30 day keto sample menu, 30 day sample workout guide, and much, much more. These are recipes you will love, exercises you can do, and strategies that you will enjoy making part of your life. From the person who wants to lose a few pounds on low carb to the person using keto or carnivore to manage serious issues or optimize health and performance, this program has something for everyone. Sections include the carnivore allergy and autoimmune protocol, fasting, toxicity, and advanced strategies for sleep, stress management, cold thermogenesis, sauna, and more. Included with the program is lifetime access to the Mind Body Breakthroughs Coaching Group, where you'll have your questions answered, a support network to help you on your journey. Why pay for monthly memberships or coaching when you can have the best and most cutting-edge information and help at your fingertips anytime you want for as long as you want? Your adventure for a better, healthier life begins today. See the show notes for a discount link to the program and unlimited lifetime coaching. The views expressed on the Mind Body Breakthroughs podcast are the opinions of the hosts and guests and are not to be taken as medical advice, as the hosts and guests do not provide medical care. Information provided is for educational purposes only. You should consult your medical provider in relation to your personal health and prior to making any changes in your diet or fitness. Glenn Harold is an author, musician, and clinical hypnotherapist with over 20 years experience helping thousands with a wide range of stress-related problems, including many high-profile and celebrity clients. Glenn has written seven self-help books and produced more than 100 hypnosis and meditation audios that have won countless awards, records, and accolades. Glenn was made a fellow of the British School of Clinical Hypnosis for his achievements in the world of hypnotherapy. In recent years, Glenn's Relax and Sleep Well app has become one of the world's biggest grossing self-help apps, downloaded over 3 million times, number one in the lifestyle chart in over 50 countries, and reaching number five in the U.S. Glenn has appeared on BBC TV, BBC Radio, Sky Sports, Channel 4, and many British newspapers and magazine articles. Glenn happily resides with his family in southern Spain and uses Skype to work with clients and record interviews. For more information on Glenn and his story, please visit glennherald.com. Glenn Harold, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? 
I'm really good, really good. I played football this morning, of all things, so I'm aching a little bit, but other than that, I'm really good. Yes, welcome, Glenn. We're so happy that you're with us today. Thank you. Glenn, this is a real treat and a real pleasure for me, and I'll talk a little bit more about it later, but I have uh, been a big fan of your work. I've used it nearly daily. And uh, definitely excited to share it with our listeners. But for those that might not be familiar with you, just tell us a little bit about about yourself and about your journey. Well, I'm um, a hypnotherapist of 20 years. And for the last sort of 15, I suppose, I've been making recordings that have been selling on the App Store and uh, on uh, digital platforms like Audible and places like that. And I've got over 120 recordings that are out there covering a wide range of topics. So the main ones are for sleep and relaxation. I've got some weight loss, confidence, um, and you know some more niche titles, more spiritually based titles, spiritual healing titles, and that kind of thing. So yeah, I've covered a wide range of topics over the years. Yes, and your relax and sleep well app has been my constant companion over the last two, two and a half years of, of my journey to heal myself and to reinvent my life. Um, you're, my favorite one of, of all is the Relax and Sleep Well recording. The uh, sleep ending puts me to sleep every time. In fact, I can just listen to the first minute and it just instantly puts me into that state and I can sleep incredibly well. And so thank you so much. You've really helped me with that. But I, I would like to, for those of our listeners that aren't very familiar, tell us about hypnosis. What is hypnosis? What is hypnotherapy? Well, hypnosis is, I always say to Peter, to demystify it a little bit, it's a state that most of us experience twice a day. So in between being fully asleep in the morning and waking up, that's called the hypnopompic state. So it's a naturally occurring trance state and the hypnagogic state is when you go to sleep at night. So it's nothing you know, weird or anything like that. And most people's exposure to hypnosis is through the stage shows. So people are often a little bit wary of it and some people are scared of it because they've only seen the stage shows which look very powerful and very controlling and manipulative. And that is a form of hypnosis, but it's a hip, you know, the guys are using hypnosis for ent uh, entertainment, whereas I use hypnosis for therapy. So in a typical one to one therapy session, I guide the client down into a very relaxed state and then I kind of feed back to them everything they want to achieve. And if it's a weight loss session, for example, I'll be. You know, when they're very receptive and ready to take on board the suggestions, I'll feed back to them that they will, you know, only eat healthy food. They'll feel, um, you know, more motivated to become active and to, you know, to, to exercise. And in that state, those suggestions stick because the mind is open at that point and you know you've dropped down to the uh, you know alpha delta state even if it's a deep trance state and in that state you can take on board suggestions which uh, kind of anchor themselves in your unconscious mind and then you automatically respond to them in your everyday life so that's the real power and beauty of hypnotherapy 
yeah, I love, I love that uh, explanation. And there are so many times, even in our daily life, where we, you know, kind of experience that. I think a lot of us have uh, been driving down the road and have come into like a trance light state when we're driving, or maybe you're engrossed in a movie and you just kind of lose your perception of time and space. And, and so there are times where we have this hyper, you know, suggestibility. And so what hypnosis allows us to do is to impart and implant these very positive suggestions that, as you said, the brain will pick up the subconscious mind will then formulate, you know, a way to manifest it in, in your daily life. So for those of our listeners that don't know, I, I actually inspired by you and others, I, I went and became certified as a hypnotherapist and I use it now in my practice. So thank you so much. Uh, and you have been the greatest influence on, on my practice and the way that I approach it. Uh, I've patterned a lot of a lot of things after, after your recordings, Glenn. And, uh, I just, I love the authenticity, the, the genuineness, uh, just the, the real love that comes across in your work. And I wondered if you could, if you can talk to that aspect of it, just kind of the, uh, the emotional and spiritual side of what you do as a, as a clinician. Yeah. I mean, that's really nice of you to say that. And it's lovely to hear that. It really is. You know, it's, there's no um, nicer thing to hear that, you know, that you've qualified as a hypnotherapist because you were inspired by my recordings. That's, that's amazing. And, um, you know, I think when I started making recordings, I was at a good point in my career. I'd seen like a thousand people one-to-one, you know, clients one-to-one. So I had a, a good grasp of you know, dealing with these issues, weight loss and sleep and, you know, smoking and all kinds of anxiety issues. And in my in my past, I'd been a musician. You know, I, when I was a young kid, I played in a punk band, you know, and we morphed into a pop band and we won. We had a little taste of fame back in the early 80s in, in the UK. We were, we were in a band called the Sugar A5 and we won a national pop competition. It was kind of like the X Factor of its day. So I had that, you know, and I always wanted to be like a rock star. I thought that was my path. But I was so off the rails as a young kid that it would have killed me. You know, the, you know, we didn't last because we were doing the sex and the drugs and the rock and roll before we actually became famous. We should have at least waited. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a bit off the rails as a youngster and I had a lot of uh, dysfunction, a lot of uh, things that I needed to heal myself. And it's what led me into it. Same journey as you. You know, I had things to fix. And when I found hypnosis, I realized the power of it. And that was the tool I realized that could get me over these uh, addictions that I had and anxiety issues and all that kind of thing. So that was the path I took. And and it's often that, you're often the best healers and the best therapists come from that background it's not from learning it from a textbook it's having that real life experience of being you know stuck and struggling so much that you're you're constantly searching for a way out of it and then suddenly you find it you find it in you know a, a therapeutic form and and that's it it's like that eureka moment so that was it for me and um you know so when i made recordings you know i could i think you know the feedback i get is people believe what I'm saying because they know it's coming from a place of truth and it's because I was at rock bottom because I struggled but because I got over it 
through using self-hypnosis and the power of the mind and change my life around, it's coming from that place and that's what people connect with. So I'm, um, yeah, it's, it's a great, great thing and I love your story, it's fantastic. Yes, I think so many people can relate to that intimately, uh, searching for purpose and struggle. In our community, we see a lot of addiction. We see a lot of failed relationships, breakups, uh, divorce. Most of our following is actually reinventing themselves in the second half of life and maybe stuck in these trauma bonds and are looking to manifest a new life and just get themselves out of that. Can you walk us through what the process of self-hypnosis is and how one can go about doing that? So it's um, a good analogy I use with that is um, if you think of you know the conscious mind and the unconscious, they say the conscious is the tip of the iceberg. So it's the part you see above the surface. And yet below the surface, we've got this huge resource, the unconscious mind. And you know, all of our conditioning from our childhood is kind of locked away in this unconscious part of our mind. And self-hypnosis is a fantastic tool for accessing those parts of our mind that, where we can change, you know, we can take out old programs that are no longer serving us and we can then change those programs and plant new suggestions, new belief patterns in place of them. And for me, you know, I mean, I was a kid, I was expelled from school at 15, I didn't get any qualifications, I was, I, I ran around with gangs when I was a youngster, and music took me away from that, it got me out of that, but it was, you know, I had a lot of negative conditioning, you know, very negative, so using self-hypnosis, I was able to literally take it out, clear a lot of that, and, you know, plant this new program that I was confident I could you know, achieve great things and, um, you know, go out there and be a success. And, you know, and over time, it wasn't a night and day thing. It took a little while, but I would use self-hypnosis literally every, once a day, every day. And, and over time, slowly, you know, the little successes became bigger. And, you know, I then infused it with the law of attraction and things like that. And, you know, and I just kept working on it. I kept the more success I had, the more I kept working on it, and and life changed so much, so much. It was in incredible, you know. And it's, it's funny, you know. I've written seven books for major publishers now, and you know, I've got ten million sales behind me, and I'm in an amazingly abundant place. I live in Portugal in this beautiful place, and you know, every now and again, someone from my past, you know, will get in touch with me, and. Um, I had a friend a little while ago who I lived with in London when I was like 16, 17. And um, he said, oh, I saw your books in the story. He said, I can't believe what you're doing. He said, um, it's amazing. And I literally hadn't seen this guy for 30 years. And I said, oh, so what have you been up to? And he'd just done a life sentence. <laughs> he'd been wow. in prison for life. He had a drug addiction and he was robbing banks to pay for his treatment. That's, that was the story he told me. And it made me realize how different my life was then and how it is now and and I can attribute that down to the work that I've done on myself the the healing and uh, the clearing and you know who knows without that maybe I'd have been in a similar situation you know right you know and Glenn like you said the thing that I love about hypnotherapy is that 
our subconscious mind, as you said, is so much bigger, so much stronger, so much more powerful than our conscious mind. Willpower, as we all know, is very limited. You know, we can white knuckle it and bear down and, and, and force something for only so long. But eventually our subconscious patterns and programs and the way we've always done things rise again to the surface. And here we are, we're at, what is this, February uh, 18th as we record today. I wonder how many New Year's resolutions are still continuing at this, at this late date. And that's because our conscious mind can only go so far. But if we can, and in fact we can, change these unconscious subconscious programs it's not willpower change becomes easy if yeah. we're doing it right it's easy i tell my i tell my clients all the time if you're forcing it if you're feeling deprived if you're not at peace with something we're doing something wrong this has to come from within mm. and then another part that i love kind of picking up on what you said is that you know, the answers are already inside of us. The answers are already inside. And it's like, that's, that's what we help to do. That's what you help to do is to help people to find the answers within. And I wondered if you can talk about that aspect of it, how the answers are already inside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good point. Um, you know, the, um, you know, we're very, um, you know, I think, you know, when you clear away the conditioning, the conditioning is the thing that blocks us a lot of the time. And when you start to really clear that, we then step in, we start to become the person that we're supposed to be. You know, the person that we're designed to be that, you know, but all that conditioning got in the way. And, um, you know, that's the real key to it. And, you know, it's how self-hypnosis is, is so effective. And I'm trying to think, you said something there that was really, really key. It was like, uh, um, yeah, I'm backtracking a bit. You said something that was uh, a key thing there. It, it's, um, it was about the clearing, you know, and who we're, we're supposed to be. So, yeah. Yeah. So just remind me, Chris, what, what was the question? What was the key of the question? Well, the question we were talking about how, you know, if it's done right, it's easy, how it's not about willpower. And then the question was how it really is about helping people to find the answers that are already within. And yeah. So the, that's it. That's the thing. It's very easy when it's, um, you know, willpower is only going to get you so far, isn't it? Because you can say to yourself, you know, like with smoking, you know, you can say, I'm going to stop smoking, I'm going to stop smoking. But unless you're working on the the unconscious part of you, it's only going to, you, you might do it for a week, but it's going to break down. And they say gyms oversell their membership by 70% because they know that people get all fired up and they say they're going to go to the gym, do this. But after three months, they, they fall out of it because it's not enjoyable. You've got to enjoy what you do. It's got to be fun. It's got to be pleasurable. And, you know, for me, it's I play tennis, I play football and and I love doing those things. So that's how I keep fit and in shape. And so whatever whatever your passion is, you know, whatever you enjoy doing, um, you know, if it's dancing or whatever, you know, do that because you're going to, you know, get fit and healthy through doing that regularly. You're going to feel motivated to do it. So it's got to be an easy process. It's got to be something you enjoy. 
Um, but, you know, working from the inside out is very much a holistic process. And, you know, when you uh, transform your life that way, it's, it's easy. You respond to those suggestions and those new belief patterns very easily and naturally. It's not hard work. So it's, it's the best way to transform your life, you know, through, through working through self-hypnosis and, you know, getting those new beliefs in there and, and, and doing the clearing work. And I yeah. just, oh, sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, 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 please go. I just want to follow up on that with the clearing work and doing the self-hypnosis. So many of us are searching for purpose and I myself am a student for the past few years of the Course in Miracles. And uh, the text talks about using your emotions as an emotional guidance system for whether you're aligned with your purpose and attaching that elevated emotion with intent for manifesting your life. So what is a real life applicable strategy that people can do throughout their day um, while they're applying that the self-hypnosis, for example, when triggers come up that can have somebody go right back into old habits or want to go into that poverty mindset when they're trying to shift that mindset and they're on that bridge, what do people do during that transition period and, and in those moments? I think uh, when you're going through that, you're trying to break out of an old pattern. I think you know, you, you need to be working on the inside more than ever. You know, that's the key time to really work on it because, you know, once you've, once you have started to get over it, the triggers be, have less strength. So initially, you know, you're plugged back into those, you know, the triggers call you again because, you know, you've not dealt with it. You know, you've not, there's something on your unconscious mind that's still got a strength that's driving that trigger. So that's where you need to uh, use self-hypnosis to get to the heart of it. Look, look at the energy behind that trigger. You know, really explore it. Don't try and push it away. Go into it. And, you know, where's it coming from? What is there? Was there something in your life that happened that uh, initiated that trigger? Um, because the more you draw that into your conscious awareness and the more you understand it, the less strength it will have. So really, if the, if the trigger is really strong, then you really need to work on that. And sometimes, you know, self-hypnosis is a fantastic tool, but you may need to help, you know, help with an actual therapist, find a good local hypnotherapist and work with them, you know, to get to the real heart of it. If you're still struggling with it, you know, it's, it's, it's still driving you, isn't it? If the trigger's still there, but you can override it, then, you know, that, that's great. And, you know, sometimes if it's, say, for example, a smoking trigger, you can start to go into a deep breathing thing, you know, breathe in pure, fresh oxygen and, you know, clear away that old trigger if it's the, the smoking trigger comes up. So you can have these little strategies, you know, if it's a weight thing and you're going for the chocolate, um, you know, I've done a number of things with clients where you visualize chocolate mixed up with maggots and or rotting fish and smelling repulsive and if you visualize that if you've got a chocolate addiction and if you visualize the chocolate uh you know mixed up with maggots smelling repulsive and um you know and you really feel it put your feelings into it and you know, engage your sense of smell you'll find that it's really hard then to 
kind of eat chocolate afterwards. I did it. I did a session for a magazine in London with a, a, ther- a celebrity back in the UK. It was with five celebrities, and they all had a different thing. And the lead one, the most well-known celebrity, she had a major chocolate addiction. Where she drank, she ate a bar of chocolate every day, and um, and one of the things I did was her was the aversion thing, and. So she did it and um, we did the session and then she phoned me up a couple of weeks later and she said that she couldn't even look at chocolate on the TV without gagging, wanting to feel sick. And it stuck. It was so strong. It just stuck. And she never ate a bar of chocolate again. And this was a lady that ate every single day. So that's the thing. You know, that's how powerful it can be. Yes. And, yeah. I, you know, for myself, that was kind of my introduction to hypnotherapy to really see the power of it. I had read uh, some of Bruce Lipton's stuff, watched some videos, I had right. done, some, done yeah. some of your videos. And then I, I purchased a program by uh, Dana Peicher, who's done a great TED talk. And uh, she had a sugar addiction you know, recording and I purchased it and I listened to it. And, you know, it was one of those, I think for many of us, you know, it's what, you know, did that work? Was I hypnotized? Was I in a trance? I don't know. But the next day, the very next day, I had a bottle of sweetener, stevia, stevia sweetener, which I used. Yeah. And I opened it up, brand new bottle, and I put it in my coffee and it tasted horrible. It tasted like vinegar. And I thought, oh, no, I got a I got a bad batch. You know, I, I need to go back to the store. This is contaminated. Yeah. And uh, you know what it was? Turns out yeah. it was a suggestion in her that I didn't even remember. But when I listened to it again, she said the next time you ate it, it was going to taste like vinegar. And that was one. That's when really the light bulb turned on for me. It's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, this is. This stuff works. This is crazy. What kind of voodoo is this? It really, really was powerful. So I think that, you know, in in little and big ways, it it really does unlock, you know, some of the the power that we have within. It's very empowering. And it's what I love about teaching people self-hypnosis or using like your apps. It's a way that people can empower themselves. There's there's nothing like, like you said, sitting down with a hypnotherapist and someone that can that can help. But just to be able to do that inner work, you know, mm. so many of us, we can do the outer work. We can work out in the gym, but mm. to work in, mm. it takes a little more. It takes a little more courage. And and, uh, you know, why do you why do you think, especially as Westerners or dare I say, especially as Americans, why are we so uncomfortable with our inner world? Why are we so uncomfortable to just sit quiet and be mm-hmm. with ourselves? I think uh, because uh, it's so easy easy to be distracted now, isn't it? Mobile phones, devices, you know, it's uh, the sleep recordings I put out are the, by far the most popular now because so many people are struggling to get to sleep at night because they're watching TV or they've got TVs in their bedroom on their devices. And, um, you know, it's a distraction, isn't it? Because sometimes people find it hard to, to go inside and they can almost be a little bit scared of, you know, their shadow energy, their, their, their own darkness. You know, we've all got that. And, um, you know, when you really go deep with that, it, it can be a scary place because you, you can feel out of control. 
But really, you know, the key to, you know, using self-hypnosis effectively is it's giving you back control. You know, people often see that when they're at, you know, see stage shows and think they're going to be out of control when they're in hypnosis, but you're actually able to take back control. And, but I think, you know, yeah, going deep inside can be scary for some people. And, you know, I've, I've experienced, uh, you know, ayahuasca and things like that, plant medicine that takes you really deep into your shadow. And ayahuasca is um, a ceremonial uh, thing where you drink medicine from, uh, you know, that's a combination of a vine and a plant that's um, indigenous to South America and Peru in particular. And when you drink this medicine, you kind of um, have access to your shadow. And it's like, I always described it, the first one I ever did was like 50 therapy sessions in one night because it's so powerful. You know, I, I, when I experienced it, I was so ready to do it because I'd been on this clearing path for 15 years or whatever and, and I'd read about it and I wanted to go really deep with it and, you know, clear more, you know, to clear more of my shadow. And so I was ready and up for it and so I had this incredibly powerful experience. And, you know, when I got to the point where I was... Um, you know, facing my shadow, it was a really dark place. And I was quite shocked because I thought I'd done a lot of clearing already, but then all this other stuff came up and and you get to a point where you literally vomit, you purge, you get it all out of you. And and it was like incredible. You know, that, that first ceremony was so amazing. And the week after I went into my office and the girls that were working for me at the time, they said, what's, what's he done now? And because I was floating around the office like Jesus, you know, um, it was a crazy thing, but I felt so clear and so clean and my vibration was really high. I felt amazing and I wanted more of that, you know, I wanted, I had that taste and I'd had it through therapy, you know, through the self-hypnosis and therapy, but that was a powerful one and that shifted me quite a way forward and, um, you know, so the clearing thing, I think it's a process, you know, I've never met anyone who's completely worked out. We're all on a journey. We're all a work in progress. And the more clearing you do, the more work you do on yourself, the lighter you become, you, you step into that person that you're really supposed to be without all the addictions, the habits and that kind of thing. And yeah, you, you come from a real place of strength and power when you, when you get on that clearing path and it's so liberating and Anyone can walk it, you know, it's just a matter of doing the work. Yes, it yeah. seems so many of us just disconnect from what is natural out mm. of fear, uh, fear of purpose, fear of success. Mm. And I was just wondering if you could speak to that a little bit about the disconnection syndrome that so many people are experiencing. Mm. I mean, that, that's a good point. Yeah, fear of success, which you wouldn't think would be a fear. But, you know, a lot of people do sabotage themselves in different ways. And, you know, again, that can be um, a pattern that's running in them. You know, they don't know why. You, you sometimes see it on these um, talent shows, don't you, where you've got these great singers and they step up and, you know, when they're under the lights and they want it, they want it so bad. They want the fame and the success, but they blow it. You know, they do something crazy and they just can't perform. And it's, you know, it's a sabotage thing. You know, they're blocking themselves because on, on some level they don't think they deserve it. They're not good enough. You know, that's, that's a real common theme through a lot of us, you know, because 
you know, certainly in, in my case as a kid, I was often told I wasn't good enough, I was stupid, never amount to much. You know, that was a real mantra for me when I was a kid that I picked up from adults. And, you know, so, you know, and I've managed to clear that. I've managed all of that self-doubt and lack of confidence. You know, I'll give you an example. When I was young, I was in a band and we, when we did radio interviews, I was the only one in the band who couldn't speak. I couldn't be interviewed because I just clam up. You know, I'd get totally blocked and the rest of the boys in the band would take the mickey out of me because I just wouldn't say anything. You know, I just used to feel go bright red and sit stand at the back. And wow. yeah, you know, it's only the clearing that I've done over the years that has enabled me to find my voice again. But all that conditioning just suffocated me and held me down. And, you know, a lot of people do have that going on. I see that a lot in clients, you know, where they're not in their power. You know, it's, it's, they're just blocked. And, and again, it's where the, the clearing work and the healing comes in and it's why it's so powerful. And, you know, I think it's just so needed in the world in this day and age. You know, everything, the world's a really crazy place and lots of strange things going on. We've got these crazy people running the show. And, um, you know, so the, the real peace and the sanctuary you can find is in, in the inner world, you know, through finding your strength on the inside, you know, because it's, um, yeah, you're not going to find it in the outer world. Right, absolutely. You know, this, Glenn, our show is all about mind-body connection and finding ways to, to break through. Um, one of the things that, that, that you talked about there was just the way our bodies can hold on to things. I, I'm also a massage therapist and, you know, it's amazing to me through the years, the somato emotional releases that people have had, you know, just a yeah. simple human touch and it just releases like all of this stored trauma and suddenly they're back, you know, in their childhood or a car accident they had when they were 12 years old. And just, it's like, we're carrying around all of this stuff. And I wondered yeah. if you could talk about how, uh, you know, hypnosis, self-hypnosis is a way to not only fix our mind, but it can actually heal our body. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's a really important one, is it? And the, like you say, the massage therapy, that can never be underestimated. I mean, I go regularly for that, you know, because I know it's more than just a relaxation thing. It's something much deeper. You know, your, your physical body holds trauma, doesn't it? It holds emotion. So that's really important. But yeah, I mean, the clearing work is is so, so important. And, um, you know, as you were talking there, a story of a client session I did years and years ago came to mind. And uh, this gentleman came to see me and he was he was um, drinking a bottle of vodka every single day. He crept into this habit and he said he'd become a total alcoholic. And I kind of, when I got into the therapy session with him, I sensed that there was um, a root cause to it. Something had triggered it. And I explored it, you know, when he was in a very deep trance state and regressed him back to the cause of the problem. And he went back to this moment where he'd, he was a hairdresser and he'd been in his uh, salon and he'd had a, a fling with one of the girls there, driven home that night and he was late getting home. And so on the way home, a, a lady in another car had done a U-turn in the road. He'd hit a full on 
and killed her in the car. You know, she died. And it was so traumatic because he associated the fact that he was late and he was doing uh, something naughty in the office because he was a married man. So he had that guilt and attached to this thing. He blamed himself, even though the actual accident wasn't his fault. He was carrying this guilt around. And it was because of that. And he sort of buried it, submerged it. It was out of his conscious awareness. And the drinking habit had started. And it got worse and worse to the point he was drinking every single day. And he was, uh, you know, it was, so he was getting in fights. And he was, you know, abusive to his family. So I got to this point and I, you know, I brought this trauma into his conscious and did the session, got him to release the guilt. And it was a really powerful session, and he came, you know, he came out of it, and he was crying. He was in floods of tears, and and from that moment, he stopped blaming himself for what had happened. He came back two weeks later. He bounded into my office. He hadn't had a drink in two weeks. He said, "You know, my wife wants to thank you because she's got a husband back," and and it completely broke the habit. So. Yeah, that's an example of how we carry these things around with us and bury them and don't even realize they're there. They control our lives and you, know, you get stuck in these horrendous patterns. And it's why, you know, regression therapy in particular is so effective and so powerful. And, you know, that's that's always the kind of the type of therapy that therapy that I found had the most success with in my one with my one to one clients. Regression to cause. It's very powerful. So, yeah, we are um, very complicated beings and, you know, but it doesn't have to be that way. You know, when you do the work, you know, you can free yourself up of a lot of these things that hold you back. And I always say, you know, if you go to the gym three or four times a week, you build a great physique and you get really fit. And the mind is the same. If you're working with self-hypnosis, you're using recordings, you're reading these self-help books, you really empower yourself and, you know, find your strength and become the person that you're supposed to be so it's that work you know you have to work on it so i'm curious to ask with the regression to cause once a person comes face to face with the root cause of what's causing uh what's holding them back how soon before you notice a spontaneous remission in the body of an illness that may be manifesting as mm an emotional component that they've been holding on to? I mean, it can be different with everyone. You know, sometimes it can be instant. The, the transformation can be, you know, immediate. Um, but it's, it, it depends. I mean, you know, everyone holds trauma in different ways. And, you know, that that's the one thing, you know, you, you learn as a therapist that you can have 10 clients with the same presenting symptom each one of them will need a completely different treatment and you know they'll respond to the therapy in different ways so we're all you know very individual and the way that you get to the heart of the problem you know very much needs to be tailored in the session um, when I became to making recordings I'd seen enough clients to make the recordings generalized but also where I'm hitting certain points in the recording that would cover most most issues for for most people yeah i I love one of the things i love about you glenn is just that it's uh you make it so 
approachable to people. I know several of my clients that were skeptical. I didn't even call it self-hypnosis. I said, you need to listen to this recording. It's going to be a guided meditation. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, that sounds normal. you know." And, and then uh, slowly they start to understand what's going on. But what are, uh, besides self-hypnosis, meditation, what are some other strategies that we could we could use just throughout our daily life is there anything else that that you personally do or recommend affirmations deep breathing any Mm. any other types of strategies yeah i mean mantras can be really good um you know some mantras are uh, certain words that you repeat over and over again and you kind of get into a trance-like state when you're saying them and you can do that when you're driving so for me, you know, when I got to, you know, I, I got, uh, became a hypnotherapist and I started working with that and, and then, you know, I started, I discovered, as I said, I discovered the law of attraction and I wanted to become abundant. I wanted to be successful, you know, cause up until that time I'd only, you know, I'd been flat broke and I'd struggled all my life. You know, I wanted to taste a little bit of success and so I do these affirmations and mantras you know when I was doing my driving job I drove a taxi in London for like four years and at night time I'd be driving around in between fares and I'd be you know over and over again I'm always in the right place at the right time abundance comes freely and naturally to me all of my needs are constantly met and I've probably said that phrase like I don't know a hundred thousand times I just repeated it over and over again and and when I do that I really feel it as well I'm not just saying the words I'm feeling it you know so you if your feelings, if you engage your feelings with it, the affirmations are kind of supercharged. And I did did that over and over again. And and there was one thing I did uh, years and years ago. I remember I wanted to ha- have an Aston Martin. You know, I was young and I wanted material goals. And and so I got a picture of an Aston Martin. And I used to visualize this Aston Martin driving it, feeling the leather steering wheel the growl of the engine as it roared away you know it's very much a young bloke thing you know and um and i did that over and over again for a couple of years i was immersed in this you know and in this aston martin and it was about 10 years later i was i got to the point where i was going to buy one and i, I remember the day i was going to drive up to birmingham in the, england and this picture of the one that i'd had before jumped out of my computer from nowhere and i thought that was what I was working on. I worked on that and now I'm going to buy one. And I'm going up to buy it and drove it home. Then, and I was like floating on air, you know, I was this scruffy little kid who'd been kicked out of school. And here I was driving this, you know, supercar. And I did feel like James Bond, you know. But then I, I started to control the ego, you know, I got the ego back down and thought, you know, it's just a car, you know, it's just a car. But it was, it was nice because it was, um, it was an affirmation that all the work I'd done had, you know, physically manifest into this car and, and it was so powerful. And so, you know, yeah, I can honestly say that these affirmations work, you know, and, and mantras in particularly. So, you know, I was doing, uh, I'd written down all my goals, the things I wanted to achieve. But then when I was doing my driving jobs, I was visualizing these things. I was uh, doing the mantras and I had these powerful affirmations. I picked out affirmations that really worked for me and I would just do them over and over again. And I was kind of so hungry for transformation, for a bit of success because my life had you know, been very negative up to that point. 
it just it just drove me on and you know I wanted it so much and I think that's the other thing you have to get a bit of a fire in your belly you have to want the change you know like you said you you told me your story your journey your transformation you got to a point where you were sick of struggling the, the you know it just becomes unbearable to a point where you get so fed up that you want that change so much and and for me I just got that fire in my belly and I just kept going with it you know the affirmations the self-hypnosis anything you know I read so many books you know I loved Stuart Wilde back in the day he was a great author you know very he was a London guy very down to earth and his books were a little bit earthy and a little bit edgy but they had a lot of wisdom a lot of knowledge in them and I, I learned so much from him you know he was my teacher he was incredible and um, yeah that's the thing you just emerge it becomes very much a holistic journey you know, self-help is a, a holistic journey with many different as, aspects to it. So, yeah, and it's, it's powerful stuff. Yeah, it's definitely. And I think the key to the affirmation is attaching that elevated emotion to that affirmation that helps raise your vibration. I was unintentionally doing that when I started manifesting my recovery and manifesting my life after my recovery because I had that point of my life before my spinal cord injury and my life after mm. my spinal cord injury and I had that fire to just make every moment in my life count and yeah. I, I really appreciate you speaking to that because a, a lot of people feel that yeah it is that emotional um uh, infused with the emotion that, that is the thing that makes it so much more powerful and effective you know because you're engaging you know your senses you're not just repeating affirmations you know blindly it's something that you're feeling you know you're putting a, your energy into it and infusing it with something really powerful so that's the thing and on the recordings I always prime people to do that you know I get to a point where I get to the affirmations and I you know say make these you know, let them resonate through every cell in your body. And then I kind of echo them from the left hemisphere to the right and back. And, you know, so they really take it on board and take ownership of those affirmations. And, you know, that, that's the power of it. Yeah. And, you know, the like we talked of, the, the mind is so powerful. In, in a certain sense, it doesn't know the difference between what really is or what you visualized and what you've imagined. And like you said, especially when you put those elevated emotions into it. And mm -hmm. I just, I find it so empowering, you know, for those listening at home, if you're struggling, you know, the answers are already inside of you and using tools like, like hip, you know, hypnotherapy, self-hypnosis, Glenn's app. I mean, it's just such a powerful way to unlock and unleash who you really are. And, you know, you don't know what you have inside of you, you know, and, and this is the time now is the, you know, the time in your life when you can really, uh, you know, dig deep and just, uh, let it all go. What would be Glenn, what would be your advice to someone right now? Maybe they're in their forties. They, they have their darkness still. They have some demons and some addictions, some things that are holding them down. Maybe they feel like their time has passed, their boat has sailed, too late, can't teach an old dog new tricks. What would you tell them to, to turn things around? You, you can always change. You can always turn things around. You know, I mean, a, a good example of that, I had a client that came to see me, and this, this gentleman was nearing 80. He was getting on for 80, and he came to see me, and 
his symptom was that he was his memory he was struggling with his memory so he wanted to uh, learn self-hypnosis to improve his memory and and when i got chatting to him he was um he was on a university degree course uh, i can't remember exactly what it was now but he was he was doing this course and it was like a self-improvement thing and this guy was nearly 80 and he used to get three or four trains to get to the university to do this course. And I still remember him now, you know, and he was an inspiration to me because at nearly 80, um, to, to be on that path, to be doing that, it's quite amazing, isn't it? And, um, and he was working on it. He'd been a pilot in his younger life. He'd had quite an amazing younger life. But he was, you know, one of those people that was never going to stop trying to go forward. And using this life as an opportunity to to improve, and I think that's the thing. You know, this this life can be very challenging, very difficult at times, but it's almost like the opportunity to, uh, you know, to to graduate, if you like, to become that person that you're really supposed to be. And we've got these, you know, eighty, ninety years or whatever it is to do that. And you know, don't stop at any time, whether you're forty or whether you're eighty you know, work on your inner self and raise your energy, raise your vibration, because life is so much sweeter when you do that. You know, you can really have amazing experiences, you know, when you do the inner work. Because, you know, the, going back to the law of attraction, the universe will respond to you. What, what you're projecting out, uh, you know, will come back to you. You know, you're, you're putting out a certain feeling, a certain vibration, a certain resonance. And, you know, based on what that is, is what's going to come back and how, how life opens up for you. And it is, as I say, very, very powerful stuff. Well, Glenn, this has been a real treat and a treasure. And I can't thank you enough personally for what you've done, you know, oh, for me. Really helped to change the trajectory of my life, and and you're helping so many people out there. So what's what's next for you? What's new? What do you have on the horizon? Well, I'm uh, living in this beautiful part, beautiful part of the world down in southern Portugal, and um, you know I've got two gorgeous little kids, and um, you know I feel you know I've some some days of absolute bliss. You know I feel very very seriously grateful for life and, and where I'm at and and yeah and it's you know I feel very abundant very lucky and total contrast to where I was at you know 30 years ago um so I I just enjoying life just because I think that's the thing you know we should enjoy life it should be a celebration and something that you really you know you get up in the morning and you you feel good you know you're looking forward to the day you know, and, um, you know, I know, I know what it's like not to be like that because I had a, you know, long, long periods where I didn't, I dreaded, I used to dread the day when I was younger and because it was so hard, it was a struggle, it was difficult. But, you know, because I've been on this self-help journey, I've cleared a lot and, you know, continue to work on myself. I, I find that I'm very abundant and I love helping people to go on that same journey because it should be, it should be something that's wonderful and celebrated and, you know, yeah, you know, we're always going to have our challenges and things come up and, you know, blindside us. That's that's just life. But, 
you know, again, when you do the work, you find that you deal with those things much better because you're better equipped to deal with adversity and any kind of struggle that comes along. And it just comes from that inner work. And, you know, so I would say use the recordings, you know, read books that, you know, are going to uplift you, are going to teach you things and just continue that work, you know, whatever it is for you. Well, Glenn, definitely encourage everyone to get your Relax and Sleep Well app. It's life-changing. It certainly has changed mine. Where uh, where else can these guys find you? What uh, Where would you send them? So I'm on uh, Facebook. I've got a, a fan page there, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, and glennharold.com. That's my main website. I've just actually launched uh, a membership site. Because uh, a little while ago, we out of the blue, we had all of our apps taken down on the Android Play Store. No warning, they just took them down. Apparently, we'd suddenly fallen foul of one of their laws without realizing it, and they took them down. So we, so from that point, I set up a membership site. We got Relax and Sleep Well back up on the Android Store, so that's still firing, and we've just got that app. We've just kept that one. Um, but I've got a membership, so people can uh, sign up to the membership site and have access to all of my recordings and videos and uh cool. i've got a course on there and i'm going to do um what do you call it webinars on there so i'm going to start that process and you know because it's it's lovely to talk to people and connect and you know get that feedback on how they're interacting with the recordings and that kind of thing so yeah so that's it and and enjoying life that's the main thing isn't it it yeah. sure is it sure absolutely is. Well, Glenn, thank you so very much. We look forward to having you on again, talking about these things. And uh, thank you yeah, again for all that you've done. Anytime. It's been a pleasure speaking to you guys. So, yeah, anytime. Butcher Box is a meat subscription company that distributes high-quality meat you can trust. 100% grass-fed and pasture-raised beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught salmon delivered directly to your door. ButcherBox believes in better. Their mission is to create a world where everyone wins with meat that is better for you, your family, the animals, the farmers, the business, and our planet. All of their products are humanely raised and never given antibiotics or added hormones ever. See the show notes for links and discounts. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today, Mind Body Breakthrough. Chris and I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend and to join us in our free Mind Body Breakthrough Facebook community where you can start peeling away the layers of everything that's not you so you can be you.